TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Black Tie Moving has changed your moving in the city of Memphis because when you're moving, you're not just moving things, you're moving pieces of your life that matter to you, that are important to you. And that's how Black Tie is going to treat them. They're going to show up when they say, They'll show up. They're going to stay on the budget that you guys agreed to. No surprises. Only satisfaction with black tie moving. Call. Get on the schedule. 316-6196. I've used them twice. I'll use them a third time if I have to. They make it really easy, really stress-free. Black tie moving. They're changing moving in the city of Memphis. Call today. Trust Crick going to join us about 125. We will preview the NBA season, the Grizzly season, uh, uh, and much more with her then. Before we do that, though, uh, quote, and a story with a commercial appeal caught my eye. I want to run it by John Martin's quote in a story from Jason Munns, uh, Tiger basketball beat writer for the commercial appeal we know well, about Jamie Rosser, a Memphian, former Gaston College, junior college outside of uh, Charlotte, head coach, coming back to the city. Uh, Penny, we know that news been out there for a while, that he's hired him as uh, basically his, his personnel um, basically, player development director, also as an assistant coach, he's got that title. He's not one of the, you know, the the main three. Uh, but Jamie Rosser back with that staff, and uh, in in talking about his return with Munns to Memphis and how he grew, uh, Jamie Rosser, yeah, uh, a little bit of background, graduated from Overton, played with Marcus Moody, um, you know, fantastic point guard, uh, produced right here out of Memphis high schools. Uh, had always hoped, and he says it in the story. To play for the Tigers, uh, won a district championship with Overton in 1997. Came out around that time. You remember that those times, you know, Tony Harris, Robert O'Kelly, those years. Uh, and back then, you know, it certainly did feel like if you were a Memphis product, you wanted to play for the Tigers. Uh, he mentioned this in the story, and I'm eager to run it by you, John, and see what you think because I remember a former head coach in here uh, at Memphis had something to say about this too. Here's what Jamie Rosser said: Ask any kid who grew up in this town, and they'll tell you they want to be a Tiger. If they don't, it's the biggest fib of their life. Um, there's a time where I believe that to be absolutely 100% true. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you right here very honestly, John Martin, in 2023, um, I question whether that's still the case. Whether every kid that grows up hooping in Memphis, and there, Lord knows there are plenty of them, you know, dreams of, uh, of being a Tiger. Not, not that it's, uh, you know, you've had some downward turn in trajectory. College basketball has changed a lot. Um, no, you know, there's no question about that, and, and so is recruiting, and we've talked about it. You know, for this first time in a while, it felt like Penny Hardaway's got a chance to get two homegrown kids, and Curtis Givens the third, Trey Richmond, Billy Richmond's son, obviously. You've, you're not going to get one. We're all hopeful that he can get Richmond, but there was a point, I mean, obviously, before Cal and everything else where this program depended on it, relied on it. Yep. You expected to get him. They expected to be there. And it's funny how much, just real quick, we bristled when, as me and you right here on the radio, when Tubby Smith was telling us that he thought Memphis kids weren't necessarily growing up wanting to be Tigers anymore. He said, no, no, no. Tubby, you're so wrong. 
This is, well, part of, this is part of why you don't get it. They still do. But, again, a lot in college basketball has changed, and so has recruiting in the point where you'll see now where, you know, you're prioritizing older guys in college, transfers, everything else, rather than you are the local talent. So I'd ask you in, in, in this, is it still true that you think all kids grow up wanting to be Tigers or have things changed too much for that to be? The, and are we seeing too many other success stories outside of Memphis for that to be the case? Yeah, I mean, I understand, you know, Jamie came up at a different time. A hundred percent. Yeah, um, my time, really. Same, yeah. We're kind of the same age. So, like, I, I, I understand where he's coming from. I understand why he says that. Um, I, I don't believe that anymore. I, I, I think for a number of reasons that sort of started to form after Tubby was here. Um, you know, things that have transpired in just the world of, of college basketball – even starting in high school basketball, it has been a. I mean, I think it starts with the um, sort of proliferation of prep schools uh, and and how parents now want to start professional, quote unquote, professional development as early as possible. They want to send their kids to Montverde. They want to send their kids yep. to Sunrise. They want to send their kids to you know uh, uh, Camden, where you know they can play with other potential pros and. And honestly, get on a national schedule. You know, we know the challenges for most Memphis teams is that they're just playing each other, right? They're not playing a national. They're not going to these tournaments. I mean, there was a time where, like, you know, White Station. Go to Hawaii. Yeah, and they would go to, like, the Bass Pro Tournament or whatever the Bass tournament. Bass Pro, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, they would do things like that. But, you know, it's just it's, – it's for a Memphis public school, you know, that's few and far between these days. Um so I think that sort of is the is the first degree of separation is that you you know parents these days if you have a kid that is is of that caliber, you know you're going to be getting calls from you know the you know formerly like the Oak Hills of the world, my birds of the world, IMGs of the world, you know, and that's a trend that probably started about I don't know five six seven years ago, you know maybe within the last decade when it really because you know think about ten years ago. Nick King East, Austin Nichols, Briarcrest. They're finishing Markel, their, their, their high school careers yes. in Memphis at yes. their respective schools. So yeah. this, the, you know, Chioza, White Station, you know, LaRon, White State. Like, I would say it started sort of in the last six to seven to eight years, um, you know, with, with more of a trend toward. So once you take that step, right, so once you take that step and you leave this town and you leave the city, yeah, like naturally you detach a little bit. Um, you know, you don't have that same connection. You know, I think the, you know, before the sort of advent of the internet, right? Like you just knew what you knew. And that was the city of Memphis. And that was the love in Memphis. And and, and I think the internet and, and, and the trends and all of these things like social media, it's made the world, you know, um, I don't know if it's smaller or what, but it, it just, it just, feel, I, I think it makes things feel possible maybe that otherwise were not um, in terms of perception. I think secondly, NIL packages have completely shifted all of it. Without question. You know, um, it, it, it no longer is about, you know, emotional connection. It no longer is about, you know, this, that, the other. It's about who has the best deal for me, uh, you know, that I can make money from. And if it's not Memphis, like if, if you're a Memphis kid and Memphis says, all right, we'll give you an NIL package of 150 and, 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 and an SEC school says we're going to give you an NIL package of 450 it's not even a discussion at that point. It's not even a debate. It's not even a – I don't even need like a second – um, to, to make that choice. Um, and Memphis is just going to be in situations like that. You know, Memphis is going to be up against it in terms of NIL, um, you know, for a lot of kids. Sometimes they'll win out and sometimes they won't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand 
why he says that. I think he's sort of romanticizing about an era that has gone by for every for every city, by yeah. the way. Like Memphis is not the only uh, casualty of the new world of college at basketball. You yeah. know, I mean, there are lots of, you know, schools that have, you know, probably suffered from that as well. Like Clemson, for example, in college football, you know, they have not gotten with the times of NIL and they're being left behind. Um, you know, it, it comes for everybody at some point, potentially. Uh, so I just, I don't think it's like, I don't even say that as a negative, like, you know, oh, these Memphis kids don't grow up wanting to be, the, m- basketball players at this level grow up wanting to make the most money for their services and their work. That's the truth. Once upon a time, everything like that was under the table, maybe it wasn't even right. happening at all. But now it's all out there. Now you're getting brand deals on your Instagram. Now you're getting, you know, pitches from this company, that company. You know, you're getting NIL agents. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it, it's just, it's it's a new world we are in, and it's one where I don't think, quite frankly, there are allegiances to any school or any program that are just institutional. I just think those days are completely behind us. That stinks. Um but I think that's where we're at. Yeah, I'm with you. I think there will still be the Alex Lomaxes of the world that do grow up wanting to be a Tiger um, and get there and everything else. And it's, you know, from start to finish. And whether it's got a fan, that, that person's got a fan base that's criticized them or not, they were all in it to be a Tiger. That's what they want. I think you will have those stories. To your point, whether it's NIL, uh, the word is opportunity. And I think even for, you, you talked about how, you know, it used to be general. Your your parents were were Tigers fans. They rooted for them, so you came up wanting to be one too. But what your parents understand now too in this new day and age is, man, if we've got opportunity elsewhere, whether that's playing time or more importantly, looking at the business side of things, you know, from a financial standpoint, NIL, we don't have to be here. We can be successful somewhere else. And so it's not, frankly, we're not saying that Tubby was right. We're saying he was wrong for the time that has changed a little bit. But turns out he was a he was a, a you know, he was ahead of the game because I think we have gotten to this point now where there's just there's there's so much opportunity elsewhere again. And you're talking about, you know, a basketball program who for the last couple of head coaches now take away, you know, Tubby Smith, I guess you got to, you know, didn't have to rely on Memphis talent, could go elsewhere, find some. And now you're dealing with the added, you know, dimension of I'm going after older guys. I'm not going to go get a, a five uh, Memphis high school you know, fresh, you know, high school seniors, bring them in and develop them. I've, I can't win like that in this day and age in college basketball. So it's, it's, you know, that side of it too has changed. Absolutely. You had an all that opportunity. No, no. Uh, the thing is you can still have, like I said, those Alex Lomax stories where it meant a ton to them. They're popping the Memphis on their chest. I mean, that's what they, uh, I, I, I tell you, I bet that's what Alex was playing for to make Memphis happy. There's no question about it. Um, and you'll still have a few of those, but it has college basketball has changed so much so quickly, mm-hmm. just in the you know just in the last few years that I do I think it's harder to you're not going to have as many of these cases where you know folks are just I'll take whatever I can get just to go to Memphis. I think those days are behind. Uh, absolutely, there's right. too much opportunity out here. <laughs> yeah, and like you know I think I think what has also changed in like you know let's just say if if it's if, unfortunate but natural probably. It is because, like, I think this the, the the progression and the evolution of college basketball, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you're talking about Jamie Ross or a guy who was probably growing up in the you know the '80s and the '90s, right? Like, think about how many things have have changed in just in college basketball. If you take out it, like, other school, like guys have gotten to the league from small schools. You know, John Morant's going to Murray. Like, so you know, 
it can happen anywhere, I think is the sort of point that I'm trying to make. Is like, you know, maybe if you're a Memphis kid, you're like, well, the only way I can make it is is to go to Memphis and, and you know, get that. But it's not. You can make it, you know, from, from Ole Miss. You can make it from Murray State. You can make it from South Carolina, Charles, whatever. Like, you can make it. Um, I just think that's just the natural evolution of time, you know. Uh, small schools have success as well. I can't imagine being a – how, how tough it must be right now to be a high school basketball coach in Memphis. Yeah, it's brutal. You've had a kid coming up for a while. You've had your eye on him. You, man, you get him enrolled at school. He's playing for you for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And if he gets too good on you, mm-hmm. you know he, he's going to move out of here, go to a go to a prep school these days, and you know you don't have him maybe for his last you know his last two seasons. Like I can't imagine trying to. And we talk about the turnover in college basketball. It's it's happening at the high school level. Remember what COVID did. COVID rocked the city school teams, John, when that was down, and everybody went out to the county. And so now you've, you know, the Bartlett's of the world, you've got those powers out there, you know, uh, rather than than in the city like you used to. Not that there's not talent there anymore, but my point is just how much the landscape has changed. And you don't even get to keep these guys for four years anymore at the high school level. A lot of times they're getting out of here or moving on to a new school. So there's always been movement but not as much moving out of town, especially for the top guys. And Yeah, when they're, when they're not here for those four years, mm-hmm. you know, and they see the, those opportunities elsewhere get recruited by others. Yep. You know, the, 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 the bonds, the ties that used to keep Memphis kids here, they start to break up. Yeah. It's, Again, Penny, Penny hasn't needed Memphis in a way that that's right. You know, some other coaches have proven they haven't either. Yeah, it's just like that food used chain. Used to be the lifeblood. Yeah, like the lower major college programs, it's, it's like the same thing happening. You know, you can develop a kid, you can invest, you can find a kid. But see, it was Tyler Harris at the time, that's who Tubby and – Tyler and Alex at the time, mm-hmm. who had grown up wanting to be Tigers. And that's why the, back then we could say Tubby was wrong. But it's changed. Correct. It's changed even even since then. Uh, yeah, Tyler Harris is a good example. Yeah, like he was at Cordova. You know, I mean, there there was a like I can't Had even. Baylor pulling on him. Dad wanted yep. him to go, and Tyler because he had grown up wanting to be a Tiger. Exactly. You know, picked Penny, picked Memphis. Here's the harsh truth: if a Memphis kid is still at his school as a junior or a senior, he's probably not good enough. That's the. I mean, that we is just the, I know Jonathan and them grew. Oh, we're Tiger fans, and yeah, and again we talk about that word opportunity. Yep. It was not here for him. They felt. Yep. And you know, love you to death, Memphis. But we got, but we got to roll. Exactly right. Like I don't even know who the who the best player and, in Memphis right now is. I I can't even tell you. You know, I mean, it, it would be Billy Richmond, but he's you know in Camden. So uh, I I just don't know you know who that guy even is. And they, and eventually, they, like if you're good enough, you're going to get poached. You're probably gonna, one of these sophomores. To right. Be, to and, be and, honest, and the reality is, the next group of prospects, if they're great, they're going to go to, you know, they're going to get an offer from IMG or Montverde or somewhere like that, you know, and if they don't, then you start to have to ask like, well, why not? <laughs> you know, like, are you just not, are you not that? Imagine how hard player? it is for the city, for the public school team to keep uh, that guy. Might be a little easier. You can't. Not that you're necessarily going to, it doesn't promise you anything. Kenny Chandler left Briarcrest, but imagine how hard it is to keep that kid at a public school. Yeah, there is. It, you, not you don't happening. have any extras to offer. Not happening. Or anything else. Nor, nor honestly, I mean, I get it. I don't. I, I would do the same thing if if my son grows up to be some elite shooter with you know length and athleticism that I don't have, and he and he gets a we get a call from whoever the prep school is at that time in a nice part of the country, and they want to pay for his room and board, and he can dedicate his life to basketball. I, I mean, how can I say no to that? How can I possibly look at him in the face and say, you know, no. As long as he, you know, gets it done in the classroom, you know, that's going to be important. Yep. But who, who who can say no to that? It's too good of an opportunity for that young man to develop. 
professionally. You know, if again, we're talking about if this caliber of player. I'm not saying, you know, just any old uh, any old whatever uh, to go to Kennett, Missouri here. But if it's a professional caliber player, you know, and you're on the rankings and you're trying to get better and you feel like you're going to play a NAF schedule and get tested and all that, yeah, dude, you got to go. That's life. It's the way it should be. Um, so it's a great opportunity, but it does in the end mean that, you know, the the days of growing up wanting to play at Memphis, oh, you used to no be expected. Coaches used to get fired here for not getting dream the Memphis school, talent. school, yeah. Because, you know, you got to get the Memphis guys. Of course you're going to get the yeah. Memphis guys. My dream school is There's the one finished. that gives me the biggest NIL deal. That's the world we live in, you know, just the bottom line. All right, we'll come back. Trista Cricket to join us on the other side, talk to her about the NBA season kicking off tonight and more. Stick around. Jason and John, Channel FM, ESPN. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Trista Crick is the host of BetMGM tonight. NBA savant. This Heat Check podcast. One of my favorite voices in the NBA. She joins us every Tuesday. She joins us now. Trista, what's going on? Every time I hear that song, I just feel so flattered and just such in a great mood. I love you guys so much. How could I not be excited to come on the show? And that's my intro music. That's right. That's Kudos right. to Brad Carson. Yeah, he, he identified it, and you know that's we share his opinion. But it was it, it was his original opinion, so uh, he is responsible for that. No question about it. Uh, okay. NBA season kicking off tonight. Uh, two very fascinating games, Lakers-Nuggets and uh, Suns-Warriors. Do you have anything on either of these two games tonight, Trista? Yeah, you're right. These, uh, these are two, two matchups that I think all the NBA fans are going to want to see. And we've got, like, these budding rivalries uh, going on. And I can't say that I'm, I'm mad about it. So nugget, Nuggets get the ring night. Five and a half point favorites. I think ah, I think I gotta take. I haven't placed this bet yet because I live in an area where I'm not legally able to, and I have to go down to DC to do so. I think I'm gonna take the Lakers plus five and a half. Feels like it's gonna be closer. It was close the entire sweep, guys. We saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people forget that the Lakers sweep wasn't some sort of beatdown. It was close every single game. Lakers add new pieces. Doesn't feel like Jokic is ready to come back into the swing of things. Feels like he would be willing maybe a month from now to start playing NBA basketball. So I think that's what I would do. I would take the Lakers away from the crib. I think they're going to be fine in Denver. I like that. I think I like the Suns also uh, on the money line, plus 120. Yes, Chris Paul's coming off the bench. He's a good soldier, et cetera, et cetera. 
and who knows how many players are going to play for the Suns tonight uh, in terms of which stars. You already have some ambiguity about Bradley Beal. But I don't care, man. This is finally Kevin Durant's moment to come back to chase. Finally, uh, he gets to play against the Warriors in San Francisco. I think it's the first time since he played for the Warriors uh, that he ends up back in the Bay, right, playing actual basketball. So I might look at some Kevin Durant props, too. Um, let's look here and see what I can get. Cause there's not everything available. Maybe a PRA, maybe an assist prop. I haven't like dug too deep into it. I'm going to record the heat check in about two hours from now, and then I'll be able to dig in more. But I think that's kind of the angle that I'm looking at um, in terms of that game. I'm curious, Trista, of, of those two teams, uh, you know, in the in the in the second game, Suns Warriors. Wh- which ones? Which one do you have the most concerns about? Probably the Warriors. Probably our dubs. They're old. They're old. Clay Thompson wants his money. They don't want to pay him his money. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's not the player that he used to be, right? We all know that. He obviously has had more threes last year than I think any time in his career. But defensively, that was why he was considered the best two-guard in the league, and he's just no longer that guy. No so I'm concerned about Jonathan Kaminga being necessary for this team in order to take another step, right? He's just not a role player that I particularly have a ton of faith in. Chris Paul, I just don't know what he's going to be. I don't know how it's going to fit. He could be sixth man of the year, and I think that's a great bet. But in terms of how he's going to contribute in a postseason, when we know he's always been injured, I just don't know. The fit feels strange. Yeah, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you. I don't like this Warriors team. Uh, they somehow managed to get older and slower. So it's like <laughs> – yeah. yeah. Like I, that, that, I, I thought they kind of got exposed as that. Like they probably should have lost to Sacramento in that series. Uh, that was really yeah. that was really a, a proxy of the Kings having no experience in the postseason. Um, beyond that, you know, they got handled pretty easily by the Lakers, who aren't you know exactly spry, but certainly better, uh, a little bit more athletic than the Dubs. So I just I don't know. I don't like them at all. I do share your opinion completely on the Lakers tonight. Plus five and a half would not shock me if they. Uh, win this game outright. In terms of Phoenix, from a um, you know from a big picture perspective, you know is this the way you win in the NBA now? Can can you win in the NBA if you just have three stars and then just hope the rest of it comes together? Or are we in an era now where if you look at the Nuggets, you know if you look at teams like the Heat, you know they're they're more the sum of their parts. Yeah, they have great players, but they have contributors up and down the roster. Is that the era of the NBA we are in now? Yeah, I think it remains to be seen, uh, just acquiring stars and it working out. I think the depth matters, and people will say, well, in the playoffs you have shortened rotations, X, Y, and Z, but the truth of the matter is, one, when you have no depth that puts a lot of pressure on your key players in the regular season, and maybe they're worn out by the time the postseason comes around, right? Sometimes the depth is needed for for the regular season more than it is the postseason, right? So that's key. And I think in general, what you see from the Nuggets is the things fit together because they were built that way. What the Suns are are like, um, I've moved in and I remodeled this place, but I haven't really remodeled it in a way that I was ever designing it to be. Where the Nuggets along the way, Calvin Booth uh, and Tim Connolly came in and they added pieces organically through the draft that made sense with one another. And then they went out and got, you know, a key piece and role players, you know, KCP, AG as well, like that, that kind of filled in the gaps. 
this isn't really filling in the gaps. This is like buying a foundation after you already have the house, which is Bradley Bill and Kevin Durant. So I'm a little suspicious about it. Um, you've seen the news, and it was a, certainly a blow here on Sunday when we found out from the Grizzlies yeah. that you know Stephen Adams won't be there for the entire season. My man John has offered up uh, that the Grizzlies should go get Rob Williams, Time Lord from Portland. W- what would you think about something like that? Whether they did it now or trade deadline, coming would 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 Rob Williams be a good fit with the Grizzlies? Or and and if it's not, first, you got any ideas? It's the first thing I thought too. Interesting. Right? You guys I mean, are really on the same you, page. Yeah, it was the first thing I thought as well. Um, you need that rebounding, and uh-huh. I think Rob can be that. And he's one of the best rebounders in the league. He's really good in drop coverage in terms of defense. Like, he's a guy who can defend in space really well. He's a guy who can protect the rim. He's a guy who can score a little bit, too. I like Rob Williams a lot. The, the key question goes back, though, to what I said last week when I was assessing the team, I guess a little harshly, which is this roster is just not that good in terms of the depth that you have to offer, right? So you've got picks that you've already given away. Um, and you're a good enough team that I don't really want your picks, right? Which is kind of concerning. But then there's not young pieces. Like, what does that deal look like? What is? I kept being like, well, what is the right, Rob Williams deal right. that makes sense for Portland? Like, of course Rob Williams makes sense for y'all. But who are we getting back that would make sense for them? Some and is picks. that like a going to have to be some man. future picks. Some y'all, picks y'all rebuilding. Y'all like That's picks. enough. Y'all like That's picks. A, I mean, he's going to be all back know, up big. And you know how you're saying it. John knows how he's saying it. He knows it's not really enough because you're just too – I don't think you're going to be bad enough in order for those picks to be worthwhile unless they're further out in the future. They are. They are. We're going to give you like – we should got Utahs or Golden State. We got one of them clowns. You don't like these wings, Trista? You don't like these yeah. wings, Roddy, LaRavia? You don't like these young wings? Yeah. I don't. I don't like white pieces. wings. I'm sorry. I don't Dang. like Wow. Lacking a little seasoning. Wow. Well, that's going to be a tough one to get done then. That's all we've got really. <laughs> Uh, and, I know. You know what I'm saying? But I think uh, picks, um, yeah, I guess that's – They don't want wings. They didn't want Miami's wings. We, have, we I mean, Xavier Tillman. Can we give you Xavier Tillman with some picks? I like Xavier Tillman. I do. Um, I don't think it's going to get me across the finish. But what's the plan But what's the, what's the plan with Rob Williams, He's though? He's going to be a backup, like, is Yeah, like, I mean, you, you're, you're sitting over here and you're trying to, like, gatekeep a backup big man. Like, this seems a little <laughs> ridiculous. I feel we are in a spot we've almost never been in where there's players on this team that, like, we have a plethora of. Like, we have two centers? Like, what are we even talking about? We've got a backup and Shaden Sharpies coming off the bench. we got Brogdon coming off the bench. We're, like, running through our eyes of talent. Like, so much talent we don't even know what to do with to the point where Grizzlies fans are like, what you even doing? You're hoarding that. That, Hoarding that Rob Williams back. You don't need him. Yeah, exactly. So with no, with no time, Lord, it sounds like you've got the you've dropped the Grizzlies down from 45th in the league where you had them last week to 50th, like dead last. Ah, you're silly. Yeah. you're silly. You're just sensitive. You know that I love y'all. You're kind of this is like going to come together better than now. you think. I'm telling you right now. Not unless we get Rod Williams. What are well, we doing? I didn't doing mean on the, the interior. Position? Yeah, what are you guys going to do? Because it's like it can't be – I like Xavier Tillman just fine. He can't be your starting center for the whole year. Well, he will be to start the year. Yeah, then, then, then they'll start 0-2, and then they'll be like, oh, time to make a move. Then they get another – they'll when get another is, body for Jaws. Once Jaws been suspended five games, you get another slot open, when you'll go Brandon get Brandon Clark coming back. Oh, that's done. He's out for the season pretty much. Oh, y'all, want, y'all want it's Brandon? It's not official. Too, right? I'll give y'all Brandon. Uh, it's going to look like the playoffs last year. You don't have either one of them. <laughs> 
I mean, it's tough. You don't have either one, and you just have Xavier, and like that's fine for you know a twelve game, a potential well, twelve something. game run. But you can't have that. You need to figure something out. If you can't get Rob Williams, who else is it though? It's, I mean, well, it's they're like, gonna hit the streets yeah, here first. What about Valanciunas? He does, he, we, if we can't get Rob Williams, we're not going to be able to get no. uh, Valentunas. And, and he, does, he clogs things back up, unfortunately. Yeah. It's the, true. We've it's gone true, away from I know. that. Yeah. That's why they, yeah, they tried to get off of the training exactly. wells there. Exactly. Uh, and, but, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I think uh, I, I prefer I personally like- Rob Williams to, to Aiton. I know I might be in the minority on that because of Aiton's scoring, but I think Rob Williams impacts a game more when he's in it than DeAndre Aiton. Y'all need to be thinking Bismack Biombo here first. Yeah, the Bismack Biombo. That's what it's going to look like first. Yep. Something like that. This Biz, Biz Nerlens Noel or something here to start. It might be Nerlens. You might have to call up Sacramento and get Nerlens Noel. That oh, I, might be. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. Exactly Honestly. right. It's uh, it's maybe true. To, I mean, I don't, think, I don't think you can get a Mitchell Robinson. I don't think you can. Oh, you know, no. maybe oh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, like, he's elite. I mean, what about like a uh, like a Wendell Carter? Orlando's got some depth. When, they've got pieces they need to get off of. Wendell Carter's about, about to, to get hundred million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know he's pretty good. Yeah, he he's ain't. I mean, good. I appreciate your your ambition here. I don't think they're shooting that quite that high, uh, but I mean, maybe I, I I do think I do think that when you're in spots like this, generally philosophically, it is better to be bold and aggressive than it is to uh, just hope that what you have is enough. Uh, you know, that's just what I but, – but you have to have pieces and you have to have cooperation, and I don't know if, uh, if that is on the table. Hey, I have, uh, I have Tatum 10-to-1 MVP. Is that a good bet or a bad bet? I think in theory it's a good bet. I think if you are of the opinion that there's going to be a first-time MVP and that Boston's going to look really good in the regular season, which, you know, with Drew Holiday, it feels like they will, then you can say, like, okay – I could make the case they're going to be one or two in the East, you know, depending. Um, but I just don't think I can get there with Tatum yet. Okay, okay. Maybe it's because he's been injured. He's had hand injuries a bunch. And if he's fully healthy, I know what he can do. I don't know if I'm of the opinion that Tatum rises to the occasion when the moments get bright. He has some, he has some flashes in the postseason. But largely his success comes – in meaningless regular season games. Oh, one more for you. I must ask you, Trista. What is a regular season award? Just it is. It is. But like on a Tuesday, you know what I mean. I'm going to need some like big, situational, shining moments from Tatum, where you can say, okay, he's delivering thirty plus on average. And he's kind of a roller coaster production wise. He is. Just just sit back and enjoy. I, I must know if the. Taylor Swift, Brittany Mahomes, celebratory handshake is as eye-rolling a moment for you as it is for me. Man, I am. I could not be happier that you asked me about this. I could not be happier. Are those two of the least seasoned wings you've ever seen? Like, this is just, I, don't, I mean, there's yes. no Lowry's, there's no salt, there's no pepper on these None. bitches. I don't know what is going on. You got Taylor got her hands all over Travis Kelsey now, kissing on his cheek. She's pretending like her and Brittany Holmes have been besties forever. This is Doing giving too me much. mean girl vibes. It's too much. Too much, too fast, too fake. I don't buy it. You think it's fake, really? I mean, I think it's as fake 
as it's disgusting. I, I am now to the point where I would admit that they could be smashing. Like I'm there. I, I'm there. They could be smashing, but I don't think the motivation behind this is pure for either party. Maybe they like each other fine, but this is an opportunistic situation. Because when I you're dating that. someone, when you're dating someone, they're not just showing up to all your games all the time, right away. There's a feeling out process. They went from Taylor Swift wouldn't give me uh, her wristband when I hit her up at the concert to like Taylor Swift is hanging with Mahomes' wife and freaking out when Travis Kelsey has oh. a regular ass ball in the end zone like she's never seen football before in a random Kmart, no shade to Kmart, Chief sweatshirt. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna, if you, sound, you sound a little bit like a hater right now. There's no doubt about it. I know, I know I, I do, mean, but I feel, I feel like they're trying to just put the wool over our eyes. So it makes me it's, a little mad. I, I, I think, I, so I think by and large, when you're talking about these, these you said uh, what, Jason? I've just agreed. I could not agree more that it's just, just doing too much is what is the way I would underline it. Just the whole celebratory but, but thing. But anything Taylor is going to do is going to be too much. The fact that they practiced this, obviously, and spent time on that before they went up there, you're just doing too much. It was Both so cringe, too. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Uh, well, glad you're with us. I th- Since I, we don't have you with us on Grizzlies, it's glad to have you. It's good to have you on this. I, I, what about Purtle? What about Purtle? What about Purtle? Is are they where? Where is he at now? Is Antonio still? No Raptors. Oh, with the Raptors. They seem like they, yeah. I don't know. I mean, need something off the street first, I, I, and then I'm, we'll I'm look. I'm pretty at much done negotiating with the Raptors. Well, I mean, they, yeah. they, they always want uh, your your firstborn child before they get off a <laughs> backup, you know, like. Yeah, they do. I just, and that's why they are where they are. They're, they're, they're mired in mediocrity because Masai doesn't want to make any deals. And, you know, you reap what that you sow, wins. big dog. You got you to gotta make deals. You got to wheel and deal. And they just sit there and they just overvalue their players. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of people I respect don't, don't think very much of the Raptors this season. So, uh, Me we, neither. We shall see. Uh, Trista, appreciate you Thank as you, always. Trista. Have a great week. You too, guys. Win some bets tonight. I'll try. I need it. Thanks, Trista. Yep. She is Thanks. Trista Crick. Bet MGM tonight. Uh, joins us every single Tuesday here on the show. Uh, look, I, I mean, I think at some point you have to let them just Are be. we hating on them? Yeah, yeah. Just want to make. I want to take a step back now, and now monitor. Now that it has uh, elat- led to nah, when you put the celebratory handshake that you practice back out there, you put yourself back up for judgment. Yeah, I, I still think that's cringe. I don't think we're overly hating. Yeah, they go out of their way to do a lot. Yeah, I mean, I they know that, and see now they know the cameras are on them, and so it's did just we, we, we got to do something now because we Travis just scored. They're going to be honest. But did we have to bring it up? I don't their like lack that in my football sort of seasoning, right? I mean, I that think was that on is, Trista, not me. I know, but that's what I'm. That's what I. That's so where we're having Lowry's, this discussion, right? Lowry's on that. That is that is to me an attack. That's a personal attack. It is, so it's hating. You know, you could say oh, I don't like uh, I don't like the publicness of it or whatever, but. You don't have to call them. I think she said like non-season bitches. Oh my god! I mean, is that what people think about me and Sam? I see, it's very triggering. Is that every her. white couple? Is that what you just call every white couple? Well, you and Sam are out here doing celebratory handshakes. Well, that's right. That's we're right now. We're just you know cold shoulder, five months pregnant. We're just hoping to make it to the next day. You know what I'm saying? I got gone off on last night. Because there was a wasp in our bathroom, oh, no. and the door was shut, and I opened the door, and then I got a talking to because I opened the door. There was a wasp in there. I wasn't supposed to open the door. She's you know, very emotional. I don't have, you, I don't, you've been through this. You know how to how to play the game. Well, I don't have to. I don't, I don't, you know, I got a life Don't talk on. about how it affects you. It's 
only about her right now. Yeah, no, you're right. You I know mean, that. It, it, you've it, been through it. You're not new to this. I'm true to this. That's right. You're going to have some more, too, I feel like. <laughs> no, Old no. Old Pappy over there. Hell, no. Might as well have about four or five. You can afford it. Bro, I'm already, I'm already dreading it. I'm already dreading number two. I'm like, duh. I'm just thinking about all the stress that's about to be. It's a boy. You're going to be fan. You're going to be thrilled. I mean, not really. Not all the all stop. All the father son stuff. And now you're gonna get to do. You already did no, fun daddy have, daughter. I'm not gonna have any bond. And now you gotta you gotta you're gonna have the basketball band. Just the, the bond. Just stop. I'm not gonna you're gonna it. absolutely love it, bro. It's gonna be. Hell He's on gonna earth. be the, the light of your life. It's gonna be hell on earth for about four or five months, and then I'll get through it. But for the first four or five, it's gonna be hell on earth. And you'll be complaining through all four or five. I'm gonna need six months paternity. There's no doubt. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Wrap this up. Jason and John, Eddie Turner, family, ESPN. Robert Irwin Jewelers 46th anniversary is going on right now. It's a perfect time to get a ring. It really is. I wouldn't buy jewelry from anywhere else in town. Because you're going to get what you need at RIJ. And you're going to get a great experience along with perks that no other jeweler out here is offering. The meant to be guarantee, the free ring sizing, the diamond trade-up, the free jewelry spa service for life. On top of get to deal with Howie. He's the man. You'll see what I'm talking about. Go out there, see R.I.J. Robert Irwin Jewelers today. Yep, it's everything that he's got covered. Engagements, anniversaries, birthdays, congratulations, the I love you gifts, the I'm sorry gifts that occasionally we'll need to give. Uh, Howie is master of them all, and he can find the one that you need at your budget, whatever the budget is. He will help you be the best shopping experience, jewelry shopping experience of your life. And during the 46th anniversary sale, you can save on those engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond earrings, diamond pendants, gemstone jewelry, gold chains, and bracelets at Robert Irwin Jewelers. Bigger, brighter diamonds, always better prices. Locations in the Memphis area and in Little Rock, Arkansas, are online at rijewelers.com. Uh, again, NBA tonight. Two, uh, we got a doubleheader. Two great games as well. Uh, and it does sound like Booker is going to play, by the way, for Good. the Sun. So, relatively, I mean, Draymond out for the Warriors, Beal out for the Suns. Fair enough. You know, seems like a fair enough matchup to me. So, we'll see what happens, but it uh, should be a great night of NBA action. Grizz, of course, kickoff tomorrow. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Trista Crick for joining us on the show. Uh, and thanks to Jessica Benson as well. You know, Jeff Rip. Next, don't miss it. For Jason, I'm John. We're gone. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 